Warning, the Bonsai Beat contains explicit language and may not be suitable for all listeners or fans of Neo Genesis Evigallion. Several anime companies have gone bankrupt. 1,337 anime fans have been sued. All the while, the Bonsai Beat has been there to deliver you the latest in news, show reviews, and discussions from both the experienced and novice anime fans' point of view. And now, broadcasting from a deserted island so Funimation's lawyers can't find them, here are your hosts, Jellicoon and Zach. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Bonsai Beat. My name is Jellicoon along with Zach. Hello everyone. We haven't died. Good every, to be here. Every fucking episode now is like... Oh, it's been like nine years since it's recorded. Here's a laundry list of why. You know, it's funny that I haven't died. I'm already going to get off topic and we just started. Get God ready, everyone. It. Hell yeah. But I was playing Magic the Gathering with my friend, Zach. Ironic, because, you know, Zach another squared. Zach. Yeah, Zach squared. Um, we've been best friends since, like, I was five, but... Holy cow. But the the funny part of the story is I played someone in Magic I haven't seen for 11 years, and the only other time I played him in Magic was literally the day I learned how to play 11 years ago. And he showed up where we were playing, and I was like, holy fuck, is that Tate? Like, <laughs> you know, like, there's some people you don't see in your life. Yeah. Or expect to ever see again, and you just kind of assume they're either doing well or dead, and you were can't you, really tell. Were you wearing a baseball cap by chance? I was and, not wearing a baseball. And when, ah, oh, so when you when you saw him, did you put it backwards and be like conjure the spirit of Ash and be like, "Fuck you, Gary! Time to show who I you know bust out." It your was kind of like that. It was actually more anime. This is actually fitting for the anime podcast because when I'm like Tate, is that you? And he's like, I think I remember you. Like he knew her, who I was, but not how I knew him. Uh, so I was like, yeah, the very first time I learned to play Magic, you kicked my ass <laughs> and, like, trash-talked me. And we've been joking ever since that, like, if I ever saw you, I needed a rematch. And he hit me with the, I don't remember even playing the game. And I'm like, this is just like anime where <laughs> the, villain, the villain kills, like, the protagonist's whole family. And then, like, for them, they grow up harboring that grudge. And then they confront the villain, and the villain's like, I don't even know who you are. Yeah, go away. <laughs> did right. You, did you hold your card between your, your index finger and your uh, middle finger and be like, we must duel for my yeah. honor? <laughs> and then you had Basically. a weird flashback of you, like, a training montage. Yeah, like, my formative years. Even though my formative years of learning magic, I was 20. <laughs> it flashed before my eyes. I guess I was 19. Yeah, it was 11 years ago. Ugh, that's, that's, kind of, that's kind of wild that someone that long ago is still playing. Like, you know, they yeah. come and go out of hobbies he, pretty quick. Right, and I got more vexed. And obviously, you know, I've moved everywhere. But, like, ended up, we were playing in Detroit where I played him the first time. But he doesn't even live there anymore. He lives in Traverse City, which is, like, six hours yeah, away. Yeah, that's a long so ways kind of, away. It was kind of, like like a lot of layers of fate to enable the rematch and i've won i beat his ass oh. i've been redeemed so it's just super fun and nostalgic oh, that's like, awesome not, that, that doesn't happen many times in life and sure i'm getting old now but i'm not so old that 10 years still isn't a long time you know like i haven't seen him for 11 years it was kind of wild that's cool well congrats you've redeemed mm -hmm. yourself and now you can be like I've avenged my family. My name. 
<laughs> yeah, I did say that after. I was like, well, now you won't forget. <laughs> <laughs> and then after when he was leaving, I was like, he's like, I'll see you in 11 years. <laughs> Which would be hilarious and great if it happened somehow. I'm in Denmark with Lucian. I'm a married old man. And he shows up and he's yes. like, time to get your ass beat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, it's it's the legendary Tate I've heard all about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So slightly related to anime. And it's the rubber fun. match. Who will become victorious? It's all tied yeah. at one to one. And hell, I'll probably still be doing this podcast, and like the gap between episodes will be two years at that point. And so, stay tuned, everyone. Yeah, in episode in six episodes, we'll have an answer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tune into like three twelve of the podcast, and ten years from now, I'll be playing him at age forty-one. Hell yes, that's awesome. So. That was a super, super fun coincidence this Friday. That's cool, and yeah, but I did small world. Also, yeah, yeah, it's kind of wild because yeah, especially he still lived in Michigan, six hours away. But like, since we've played, I've lived in like five different states. I know like you I can't just stop moving. Six, six different jobs, you know. Like <laughs> my my life has changed a lot, and it's kind of cool that it still happened eventually. Yeah, for sure. Well, congrats, man! Hell yeah! You've you've you redeemed yourself in the eyes of Magic: The Gathering circles. Yeah, and it's funny because it's not like I had a real grudge. It was all in good. Oh faith. no, of like, course. Even, right, and it was just funny because we always like talked about it. Like Zach and I would joke about it being my like grudge match that'll never happen, and then somehow it happened. <laughs> Oh, you want to know, there's one more crazy layer. Okay. The other crazy layer, the reason he was in Detroit was to visit his friends from school all the way back then, of course. But the reason he was free to do it that day is his job fired him. He was going to quit Monday. They laid him off Friday and had to pay him like three months severance. Nice! He didn't I was going to say, his, like, hey, he just, just made, really lucky. hopefully yeah. made out. <laughs> and he gets yeah, unemployment. Right, because he was gonna have, he was just gonna quit because it was awful. So then immediately he was like, "Fuck yes, can I leave now?" And they're like, "Well, like you have to sign a form." And he's like, "Just email it to me." So like immediately when he got laid off, he just drove to Detroit for like six hours from getting laid off. And I'm like, "You could say the fate of the rematch caused you to lose your job. <laughs> Let's just run with that narrative." <laughs> there you go. Hell yeah. <laughs> so so what a strange aligning of events. Maybe he's a listener, and now he's gonna be like, "Oh man." Okay, that would be really weird. That would be weird. I've never talked about the podcast in front of him. The first time we played, I'm pretty sure it was like a month before I started doing this podcast with you. So that would be really weird. He wouldn't have even been able to know I was doing it. Oh, man. Wild shit. That's crazy to think about, too. Yeah. Actually, the way it lines up is like 11 years, but like a few months before we started because it's been about 11. Wow. Yeah. I'm old. Dude, dude, you're telling me. I turned 40 yeah. next year. Holy shit. I remember when you told me you are turning 30, and I was like, fuck if I'm ever going to be old. <laughs> I'm killing myself. <laughs> now I am 30. Yes. I know. It's like you think when you're a teenager, you're like, 30? That's old as hell. That'll be forever. Yeah. Before you know it, fuck, I'm 30. <laughs> yeah. And now it sounds absurd to hear you're going to be 40, but I'm sure we'll have a repeat conversation when you're turning 50. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I'm like, shit, how'd I become 40? I know. I was like, fuck. In 11 years, I'll be 50. Ah, <laughs> uh, fuck me. Oh, Jesus. All right. Let's get back on track. Jesus Christ. 
Yeah, now, yeah, now you're making I me have... feel bad. All uh, right, so you're just looking a fine wine. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Anime. What have you been watching, sir? I've been watching the second season of Jujutsu Kaisen, which I got twelve episodes deep in, and they had like a flashback montage, and I had no idea what was going on. So it made me like look it up on Annie List, and I never watched the movie, which was kind of like the bridge between season one and season two. Because I was like, this character that's very important keeps having a flashback, and I don't know what the fuck he's thinking about. They're going to reveal it later. And then the character is killed off, and I'm like, oh, why did they never explain that? It, <laughs> I must have missed something. So I look it up, and I, yeah, I missed a two-hour movie. So I watched... <laughs> Wait, that sounds familiar. Jujutsu Kaisen as a show? Or no, I think, you, I think you mentioned this last time. Did I? I, I don't know. Anyway... It could be. Well, if I mentioned it last time, then I somehow even forgot myself and still continued watching the show, because I only realized like two weeks ago and rewatched the movie. But So I was watching the show, which was really good, and then I realized I missed the movie, and Lucian had already seen the movie, but he's like, well, I want to watch it again. So we watched the movie together, and now I'm going to have to rewatch season two with him. But yeah, the movie was really good. The show is pretty good so far. It might be my thing I talk about this episode, so I don't want to get too much into yeah, yeah, it, but yeah, that's what that I've means. been watching. Okay. What's up? Uh, no, that's cool. Uh, so, I have been watching a lot. Uh, obviously, the new season started, but uh, previous season, mm-hmm. I did finish uh, Rent-A-Girlfriend Season 3, and I, I don't know how much more I can take. Everyone on Reddit is just like, stop, stop here. Don't go any further into this show. There's a season four already announced. Um, I finally finished Yurisei Yatsura uh, season one last uh, yesterday, actually. We remind and, uh, me. I mean, that's I'm more, I'm more excited about Yatsura, but remind me of what Rent a Girlfriend was. Is that the one where that's the one where he, he rents like, a girlfriend girl and, yeah. and then lies to his like grandparents about actually dating her or something yes. in the beginning. I see. And this whole yeah, season Yeah, I heard bad was... things even on season two. Even season two, people oh, are yeah. like, this man's just kind of like a he's person a who hates women. He's, he's kind of... Yeah, he's like a simp, but also just like an incel loser. <laughs> Pretty much. I don't know. But yet, girls are... Like, he has a girlfriend. A cute girlfriend. Who wants to be his girlfriend, and he's like, Nah. I want this other girl. It, it's dumb. It's really fucking dumb. Yeah, I heard he's a hateable main character, but not even really in a fun way. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Because he's, just, he's always kind like of disappointing. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. But they're going to make a fourth season, I guess. So yep. someone's watching it. Someone's, well, yeah, exactly. Uh, Years of the Arts Era was really fun. Um, they're coming up with another season. And honestly, this is like a show that should be like put on Adult Swim. Because you can literally throw on any episode and you're you're good. There's no, there's a story, but the story doesn't matter. It's it's not episodic, like a lot of anime. So. Well, wait, episodic would mean like standalone episodes. Oh, right? sorry. Yeah. Uh, oh, uh, okay. Sorry. I meant like, uh, well. Not like a continuous storyline. Yeah, what that's what I meant. That. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Sorry, I thought I meant the other way. But yeah. Um, Essentially, if you yeah, know the storyline, and then you can just watch in any order because. It's just things that happen. It's there's no like movement of the initial storyline. Okay, cool. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I remember reading a little, I've never seen the original, but I read a little about it when this started airing, and even the original show, I guess not the original manga, but the original show is like 200 episodes, so I'm sure they have more material to make more. Oh yeah, they got tons. Uh, I finished The Dreaming Girl, oh sorry, The Dreaming Boy is a realist. Oh man, I had such high potential for that show. It started off really good, and then just fell off a cliff near the end. To the point where I was like, oh god, just please let it be over. It just got boring as shit. It's like all the good stuff they did, like, it just kind of didn't matter in the end. And it just, it was a, it was unfortunate. Hmm. And then, liar, liar, I've got a couple more episodes left, but that show's trash. Don't even waste your time. Um, essentially, every game is rigged in someone's favor, and they don't even follow the rules of the game, and it just gets stupider and stupider with everything. Every fucking new game is, like, something, like, more ridiculous and just dumb. And it's not fun. It's dumb and not fun. Yeah, it's just like, oh, I had this extra thing that I didn't say anything about, and, or, oh, someone hacked into the system, and, uh, just, 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 just dumb. It's just dumb. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it kind of looked like, even when we read about the synopsis, I think maybe last episode, because it's been that long, it looked like just like knockoff, no game, no life. It looked pretty uninspired. It looked yeah. pretty bad. Yeah. So, the new stuff. Well, actually, let me rephrase that. Let me go back before I start the new stuff. I finally mm. watched the second season of the quintessential, quintessential quintuplets and the movie. And boy, am I pissed off. Here's my rant. They picked the wrong yeah, fucking girl. Oh no, wrong girl one. They picked the they girl picked the that barely got any top screen top time, that didn't really make any difference. But at the end of the day, they're like, "Oh, it's this one," and I'm like, "That is stupid." Not the girl who's like chasing after the main character. Not the girl who's like making time and making effort. No, the girl who doesn't seemingly give a shit about anything. Uh, oh, let's pick her. And, uh, I'm just so pissed. Now, I think they're trying to retcon? I could be wrong. I haven't watched the new OVA episodes, which are two of them. Mm -hmm. But I'm kind of wondering if they're retconning the ending, because a lot of people were pissed about who they picked. That's so weird. Like, most harem shows just try to never pick. Well, yeah, or, exactly. Or if they pick, they pick the favorite. I've never really heard of a show picking, like, what most people consider the most under-the-radar girl. That seems weird. <laughs> well, that's what I was thinking about, too, and I was thinking about, like, what yeah. should I say, you know, about this show? Yeah. And I'm like, well, at least we got an ending. We don't get that very often in any freaking anime. Yeah, and I feel like especially harem. But that's because this is the risk when you pick a girl. <laughs> Usually they well, leave it a little open-ended. Well, what was so stupid about it? was like the last four episodes like just completely shifted from what it was doing to like oh now we're gonna reveal who the girl is and and make it work story y you know what I mean like it didn't feel organic it didn't feel like it was coming to a conclusion it just kind of like abruptly went like oh well, we're gonna find out who really likes you and who was your childhood friend is that what they're trying to find out? Like, I've never seen it. Is that what they're trying to find out the whole time of who no. the person he loved he was? Just knew, like, 
It's, it's a stupid story where it's like he just knew that there was a girl that he met when he was a child and said, oh, we'd get married. And it's why he goes to so, school. It's like Nisekai then where he has like the key and doesn't know who has the lock. Kind of Nisekoi. Yeah, ki- kind of. Someone made the verbal promise to him and he's like, it could be any of them. Yes. And he doesn't even realize like it's one of the girls. Um, but then hmm. it's like. It, it kind of like, two of the girls basically find a fall in love with them, really falls in love with them, and one just seems like it's she's interested. But at the end of the day, they all have their screen time. But the girl chosen pretty much is just like doesn't even seem interested or anything. And then like they're just like, oh, it's so and so, and it's like really like that came out of nowhere. And then the last couple episodes are like them trying to make it work, and then they like smash cut to like the day of the wedding and it's like Mm. alright this seems really unnatural and really stupid and undoes a shit ton of stuff that we had to watch and just ah, it was dumb I was so pissed like I'm glad I watched it it was a fun show and the dub was really good and like I I, I don't want to go into the whole second season I don't want to do a proper review we did a proper review Mm -hmm. of season one and you know, it picks up right after season one. You gotta watch season one to watch season two, and same thing with the movie. The movie picks up right after the initial TV show, but then the movie wraps up the series. I see. I wonder if they're like pressured by whoever helped them produce the movie. Oh no, I, 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 that contained an ending. <laughs> I mean, I no, I mean the movie contained the ending. It was the ending. The show ended. Oh, I see. Uh, kind of on a cliffhanger, but not really. But, you know, it was an ending. It was an ending where it's like, all right, everything's wrapped up. Because they go into the future and they're like, oh, so many years later, we're now getting married. And, you know, this girl's doing this and that girl's doing that and blah, 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 blah. So, yeah. End end of the day, I was pretty pissed. Uh, But like I said, at least we got a freaking ending. My other question is, are they all related? The five girls? Yes. Yes. Yeah. I see. So they're all sisters. Yes. Yes. All right. The uh, new shit. Oh, which is like also really weird because if this is the big mystery of what girl was whatever, you would think all of the sisters would kind of know which one of them it well, is. Well, they, they, but... they do, but he And they, they just don't tell him? Tell him? Yeah. <laughs> okay. And they come up with some stupid like reason to like figure it out. Part of the plot is like we're gonna make it fair for all of us to attempt to date him by not uh, telling him what reality is. To a degree, yes. But they also sabotage each other. Oh interesting. Yeah, okay. but it's well, not... I see how it could be fun to watch then, but it's, it's but it's, it's not very that goofy. interesting. Yeah, it's 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 more goofy. It's not yeah. serious. It just kinda puts in the 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 relationship plot when it feels like it wants to or needs to. I want a serious version of that. I want Scum's Wish. Hell yeah! But people, but people sabotage each other. Nice. <laughs> Hell yeah! So, for some reason, I started watching Temple because I'm trash. What is that? That is an itchy comedy where a okay. guy wants to like he he doesn't want to have impure thoughts. And he doesn't want to date, even though like girls want to date him. He's cute, and and so he goes to a temple, and it turns out the temple is ran by girls, 
and oh, the main no. girl. He hates, he hates those he guys. Hates, guys are, girls are my favorite guys. <laughs> exactly. So he thinks one of the main girl is cute, and she nearly falls over her her kimono and shows her boobs, and it's one of those type of shows. Where it's like, I see. Oops! I opened the door and you were changing. Oh, oops! You came into the bathroom because you were trying to sabotage me with something, and oh, something fell off the shelf and I kissed you. It's twenty twenty three to love Rue. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. I wanted something I mean, light. I don't mind boob show, but uh, for me, they have to be more geared towards comedy other than it comedy, is comedy being but it's, it's boob. Yeah, that's what yeah. it is. It's Yeah. It's the... I need some sort of other comedy, except I guess I love High School DxD, and you could say that's largely just boob comedy. No, but... I got a better one for you coming up. Okay. Uh, I've been watching Zom 100. Uh, I'm caught up on the dub, uh, episode 9, and... The first few five episodes were really good, and then they've kind of slowed down, and then they got better again. Like, it's been challenging to try to figure out, like, where the show's going, um, but it's been a really fun show. And I slammed through five episodes yesterday, so, uh, yeah. Hmm. Oh, what else, what else? I'm sorry, I got, like, 13 shows I'm watching, and I'm trying to... Watch a few more. Because dubs have started coming out for him, and I want to watch the dubs. Uh, okay, so the new stuff I'm watching. Um, my favorite show of the season so far is between two shows. Uh, 16 Bent Sensation, Another Lair. I, I want to okay. love this show. It's interesting, but the main character frustrates the fuck out of me. Okay, so 16 Bent Sensation, another layer. I don't understand why it says another layer. I don't... This was never a thing. It feels like that would be, like, season two. But... Yeah, this is the only layer. Yes, this is the only layer. So it's about a girl named Konoha that is, like, an illustrator for, like, a no-name, like, company in 2023. And she goes to Mm -hmm. a game store, and she sees, like... There was... It was wild. There was advertisements for, like, real anime, including Fate Stay Night... And Licorice Recoil, and a couple other things, and it had real life games, being and some uh, and some uh, not some ones. I, I like one of the first screenshots. They have a big screenshot of like all these different games like on the shelf. And instead of mm-hmm. Metal Gear Solid, it was Metal Metal Gear Solid uh, Metal Gear Gay. Metal Gear Gay. <laughs> yes. Nice. Uh, a whole new meaning to solids. Yes. Mate. I was like, hell yeah. Like, that's just hilarious. Um, and no offense. I uh, hope you don't take offense to that. I was like, all oh, right. Oh, not at all. Nor do I speak for all the gays, but that's pretty No, I, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm not trying to be, uh, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I'm not trying to be rude. Um, no, don't slow it. Okay, so, essentially, this girl really, really loves by shoujo games, which is, like, the key games, and they mention, like, Clonade, Rants, um... And another yeah, yeah, yeah. one. I know I, I saw a rant and I thought of you. Yeah, I wanted to weigh in because I was reading the synopsis and well, you're gonna get there, but she ends up working for a company called Alcohol, Alcohol Soft. Soft. Yeah, like, what? and that is a parody of Alice Soft, who makes rants. Well, they make they actually talk about Alice Soft in the game, though. Oh, really? So okay, so Alice Soft is its own thing. Yes, 
Interesting. Okay, I would so, assumed it would be an homage, but no, on, yeah. This is interesting. No, I was confused right I'm like, what a lazy company name. So on her <laughs> on her break, she goes to this game store that's run by this old lady, and she like is super into buy shoujo games, but obviously no one buys them anymore. So she's yeah. like she sees them at like the hundred yen like pile of like Kanad, Rance, you know, some really good popular Aww, visual novels. Rance is in the bargain bin. He is. And she goes on and on, like, oh, I love these games, blah, 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 blah. So she's like, thanks, I'll be back. And then she leaves. And then she goes back to the game store, and it's gone. But there's a bag waiting for her that says, oh, Takonoha, you were, you know, your, your speech, is, you know, I don't know, whatever. So she gets these games in a bag. And she goes to a donut store. She has a donut. And she opens up the first game. And she's transported to 1992. Ooh. I know, right? That's a cool plot. <laughs> so she ends up finding that company, Alcohol Soft, and she's like, oh, I'm an illustrator. I know how to do this stuff. And it's like on a fucking, like, PC-98. And they use, like, bitmap images and shit. And she's like, oh, my God. But, like, her iPad that she has doesn't have a charge. So she can't show she, them anything. <laughs> yeah, she learned illustration in like 2023, and they're like, here is bitmap pixel art. Yeah. Good luck. And they teach you about <laughs> dithering, and like, they actually teach you some stuff. Neat. And then she helps build the game. But then, like, I always think of like Family Guy when Peter loses his memory and he gets hit in the head. She got hit in the head and she got transported back to 2023. So now we're up to episode four. She's used two of the three games. And she time jumped from 1992 to 1995. And she... And the, 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 it's just a fun show. But like I said, the character... It's... I don't know if this is like... Supposed to be comedy. But she cries a lot. But it's like the tears streaming down the face. Like, oh, I'm sad. Cause, you know, I'm in another... I could do this thing, but I'm in another time. Oh, this sucks. Or... You know, she's standing out in the cold, and she's, like, crying, and she's like, I need to get a job, and blah, 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 I'm here. Like, you know, it's like, it's like the, she's not sad for the sake of being sad. She's just not getting what she needs or wants, so she cries, but it's, like, used as comedy. It's not like oh. she's having, like, a tantrum. It's like the comedy crying, where the... You know, it's got the tears yeah, flowing like, down. Oh, the face. that's way too over the top. And yeah, she's distraught and. But they do it adri- a lot. Adrift. Yeah. Oh, weird. I also like that they have a. They have like I, I think he's a story writer. He he wears a wrestling mask. And just smokes. <laughs> but yeah. It, I, as it was the '90s, more yes. people smoked. In- <laughs> yes. And they went to Comicet in the last episode. And I was like, holy fuck! I haven't heard Comicet. Set in years. And sure enough, it still exists. Which I'm glad. Huh. Comic Cat used to be a... I mean, it probably still is a big thing, but... You know. I don't know. I don't live it in Japan. It was more talked about before, I feel yeah, like. Yeah, like it came up. Um, <clears throat> it's Sounds a fun... Like a really cool it's a fun plot. It's a fun plot. But yeah, yeah. And, and like... Like, she's gone back twice now. And... That's kind of like the thing where it's like... This last one, she just inadvertently... Like, disappeared back to 2023 after they got her iPad working. And she finally showed one of the people her drawings. And he's like, don't show anyone this. Don't show anyone this. And then she disappeared. And, like, so that's the whole mystery right now of, like, 
Why does this drawing make a... Why is this drawing... What does that mean in 1995? Yeah, it's like the Back to the Future movie where it's like you can't disrupt the time. Well, no, and that's actually a plot. A that's actually art. a plot yeah. where it even says, like, if you're truly a time traveler, you can't change the past. Mm-hmm. But she's like, yeah, I can. It happens all the time. You know, so it's, it's, it's I don't know. Okay, it's a comedy more and more through, and it's just fun. It's a different framing device. It's not like, you know, it's not like, oh, I was transported back in time. I, I do like the fact that she can go back and forth. But I also like what her going back to 2023 had no bearing on anything so far. She went back to her mm -hmm. job. She went back to her life. And then she's like, oh, well, I got this other game. And then she transports back and we don't know if it's a one-time thing it's like i think the first game came out in 1992 i think the second one came out in 1995 and the most she's been able to see is like oh hey i worked on this game and she googled it and was like hey there it is you know and, but no one knows who alcohol soft is and or like one person kind of knew but yeah at the end of the day like it's still got a lot to uncover but i would say if like you're a computer nerd, or, you know, you've played visual novels. It's a fun little plot device, but it's more yeah, like... That's why I'd want to watch it, because I'm concerned it goes too far in comedy, and I would rather just it get into the nitty-gritty of what happened as an old nerd, you know? Yeah. Like, I want to well, see him make the switch from, like, PC-98 to Windows. They, they actually, that was the last two episodes of them like having... actually talked about it? Yes, okay, there was a... The, so the kid, <laughs> the main, the manager's, like, kid who we meet when he was originally like 15 was mm -hmm. a programmer but he loved the pc 98 but then in 1995 they're like we need to go to windows and he's like fuck you guys i'm not doing that and quits and the entire episode mm. is is konoha trying to like talk him back in and saying like dude windows is gonna be huge and they even like buy a a game running on windows and it's like really good music and better colors and and stuff like that and so yeah they actually talk about that sort of stuff interesting but and and what's interesting too is in the two years oh hold on sorry my cat is trying to rub on the microphone okay sorry every episode <laughs> every episode buddy um, in the two years that she was gone during her time leap of only like a week in real life on well, her time, she just disappeared. Like she was a nobody and like everyone just thought she like went away. So like they remembered her. It's not like she just showed up and then like showed up again and they're like, who are you? It was just like, where were you for the last two and a half years? And she's like, oh, I've only been gone like a week. And she's like, no, it's 1995, and yeah, so. That's pretty cool. It's a it fun show. Really and it, yeah, and it's a really fun show. It's easy to watch. Honestly, I, I get pissed because it it goes by so quick. Like, you get to the end, and you're like, god damn it, I want more. So this is definitely a show you could easily probably marathon. Mm -hmm. I quit. So, Yeah. Uh, my other favorite show I'm really, 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 really liking is The 100 Girlfriends, who really, 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 really love you. 
I see what you did there. Yes, <laughs> really, really, yes. really liking. Um, I am not caught up yet. I watched the first two episodes, and I've got three and four kind of lined up. Um, essentially, <laughs> this guy, uh, his name character. Uh, let me get his name here real quick. Uh, Iju, or Ijo, or I want to say A I J O U. Rentaro. We'll just call him Rentaro. So Rentaro yeah, has been rejected a hundred times by women. <laughs> what? Yes. And he's just like, all right, what the fuck? So he goes to a shrine and throws his money in and he meets the god of love. And he's like, what the fuck? Why can't I find a nice girlfriend and be happy? And he's like, well... I kind of fucked up while watching a Miyazaki film in the 90s. It came out in like 88. Um, Wait, who fucked up? God? The, the God of Love. Oh, okay. He's like, when I was filling out your uh, application, I actually put in you're going to have 100 girlfriends. <laughs> and there's a way that you're going to know, like you're going to find your soulmate. You're going to have 100 of them. And if you don't choose one of them, uh, the rest are going to die. So whoever you choose oh is going to live. But the other 99 are going to die. So that's, that's a pretty good twist. I like that. Yeah. And it was all because he was watching a Hayao Miyazaki film on TV. Does, does that mean he has to love all 100 or he has to find the one he's meant for to save them all? So, so far, it's he has to love all 100. Oh. <laughs> so, the first... It's the ultimate harem. Yes. So, the first two girls he meets, he bu- they bump into him, and the way they say they fall in love is they get a lightning bolt up their spine. So, they have this animation of, like, a lightning bolt going across the screen, and the women just instantly be like, Oh, I love him! So, he meets this girl who, like, really loves him, like, from the get-go, and then a tsundere. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Fuck these girls!" And like, there's you know, they they're it's stupid. They're like, "Oh, there's a, there's a history of like if someone finds a four leaf clover, they'll fall in love with the person they just met, or and they go looking for four leaf clovers the entire time, and they can't find one, etc., cetera, etc." Cetera. So it's all just silly. But in the end, he asked, he's like, "Well, fuck! If I choose someone now, everyone else is gonna die," and he's only met two women. So 98 people he doesn't know. Yeah, pretty much. He's like, I don't want to have that. He's like, I don't want to have anyone die. So he asked them if they could be, if they could date both of them. And they're so in love with him. Even though, like, the tsundere is like, are you fucking stupid? Uh, They both agree. That's like that other show, uh, Girlfriend, Girlfriend. Yes, (laughs) which I'm also watching. Yeah, they're all the same, except instead of four, this one's a hundred. Yes. So the second episode is all about how they're going to kiss. And the two girls fight over who's going to kiss Rentaro first. And it's funny what they compromise with. And they make up some stupid game, and he gets his ass kicked because of the circumstances. And it's just funny. I don't want to ruin this, so I'll be more vague. Mm. But... He meets a third girl 
in the end of episode two, and basically they fall in love in episode three, who's the quiet librarian girl. So, so far, Mm -hmm. every girl has, like, your typical anime trope. You got the, 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 uh, the, I don't know if you want to call her, like, the outgoing girl, but she, like, earnestly loves him. But to a, Mm -hmm. to a point of, like, she'll just go along with anything. Like, when she's, like, when he goes, like, I want to date you both. And she's, like, oh, my God, what a wonderful idea. Like, you have so much love to give that you want to date us both. And then, like, the tsundere is like, you're fucking dumb. Why the fuck would I share you with anybody? I will kick your ass. So then you Right. The, yeah, they're all different tropes. Yeah. I mean, all, as they would have to be if you had to make a hundred. But how the fuck can you come with a hundred? I can't even come with a hundred tropes. And I'm, oh my god. And the <laughs> names of these women. So there was someone on Reddit who went out, who, like, knew about. You know, the girls' names are like plays on their, on their, like traits. What? How does that work? Do you remember any of I them? I don't remember. <laughs> I'll, I'll. That sounds uh, interesting. I'll find the. I I actually commented on that. What is name like Rane Inda? But I don't know how that relates to being uh, whatever this person is. Yeah, let me let me see if I can find. Although they say the smart ones named Nano. Nano sounds like a science name to me. Do, do, do. Sorry, I'm trying to find. Uh, here we go. Okay, here we go. Come on, load. Come on, Reddit. That was me with YouTube earlier. I just could not get a YouTube video to load. <laughs> okay. So this is from our O'Hara Librarian author so Rentaro saying I'll give you my answer after the following sponsor messages and they actually cut the commercials mm. so it's the fourth break wall okay so Aju Rentaro Aju uses a kanji for love in castle literally a fortress of love but Aju is a pun has made to sound like the Japanese word for romantic feelings. Rentaro is a combination of the kanji for love and a common suffix for taru, a surname so common in Japan that it's meant to make him sound like your everyday average harem protagonist, Mm. i.e. Futaru, which obviously is meant ironically as he has everything but the deeper joke uh, however, is Rentaru sounds like rental, as in rental boyfriend, because all the boy girlfriend, all the girls that share him, at the same time. Hmm. This is like deep ass things. Like the author came up with <laughs> for these names. Yeah. So the first. I don't girl know one of the girls' names. Is yeah. Hanazawa Hikari. She has a flower uh-huh. in her. She's a flower in her. She's a girl who's like, the super lovey one. Yeah, I see her. She has a flower. Hair. Yeah, and she has a flower in her hair. Hanazawa means flower garden, like the flowers in her hair. Hikari simply uses a series of kanji to spell out a common name, but Hikari itself can refer to a, a literary term in Japanese, referring to a girl who is reaching her puberty, and can even refer to the deflowering of a girl, which could be in reference to how goddamn thirsty she is. 
Because <laughs> she's super thirsty. I see. Yes. This is all for the second first episode. The second yeah, that's crazy. Girl, that's just two of the hundred characters. Yeah. Is Ida, Inda, Inda Karane. Mm-hmm. Her is a pun on Nande Karane, which can roughly translate to, quote, it's not like I'm doing this because... Her, trademark... <laughs> Her name is just literally a pun <laughs> of the Sundere phrase. Yes. That's very good. <laughs> Her trademark sentence for her Sundere antics. You'll even hear her ending many of her sentences with this expression. Additionally, Kare Ni can refer mm-hmm. to someone who is being insensitive, oh sorry, insincere with their feelings. Hmm. Alright, now I believe this person was able to make a hundred tropes of characters because they're clever at naming them. <laughs> Yeah, and this had, like, a shit ton of hype. Like, I was to the point where I wanted to watch it just to see, you know, because, uh, you know, and a lot of times on Reddit, you know, people would be like, oh my god, this show, oh, this manga was so amazing, blah, 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 blah. I can't believe it's called an anime. This was, like, crazy. People were all, like, super excited and just, like, couldn't wait. There was countdown threads. Huh. And now I see why. This show was so much fucking fun. Um, it's silly. Like, the library girl doesn't talk. She points in a book she's read so many times. She knows exactly what page and sentence to go to to, to make a sentence. <laughs> That's pretty funny, yeah. <laughs> yes. She just uses the book she's familiar with to find every word she needs. Yes. Huh. Uh, so yeah. Uh, what else? Man, I feel like all I'm doing is just like, I'm watching this. I'm watching that. I'm watching this. I mean, you're uh, watching a lot of stuff. I am. This uh, is a segment of the show. We just normally don't go this hard. No. <laughs> uh, girlfriend, Girlfriend Season 2 is more Girlfriend, Girlfriend. Uh, I do have Tokyo Avengers in my queue. I'm waiting for the dub because that's how I've watched it so far. And that show mm. just, just, uh, so much happens. You need to watch. I don't know. But yeah, other than that, uh, new FLCO came out. So like I a watched third one? a fourth one. They a made they, they many. did three and four in a span of like two or three weeks, and they're only three episodes each. Okay. I watched Grunge. I watched the first episode at least, and it was weird. And I got I just ah stop. Thank God they've said they're not making any more. <laughs> yeah. like, I'm surprised they made more. I, I don't think even Alternative, the like second one, was even that well received. No, it wasn't. It's just Adult Swim. It's, it's sad. Like, Here's money. Make fun. Yeah. Make show. They're milking. They're milking a show that. That's fucking twenty years really old. Yeah. <laughs> but hey, whatever. So yeah, there we go. Holy shit. That's Ugh. a lot of stuff. That is a lot oh of stuff. God. I just brought up the preview for Grunge and it looks awful. It's like gross CGI and <laughs> it's, oh, it's no good. Oh, it's all the same shit. Oh, there's the factory and blah, 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 blah. And it's another version of... It looks like Ben of... 10. It looks like a very ugly kid's show to me. 
Someone says FLCL Grunge not only fails to provide a reason why it should be a sequel to FLCO, but also why it should exist, period. <laughs> <laughs> ah, that's about it. I mean, I'm going to watch the last two episodes because there's only three. I just haven't. Yeah, there's only three. (laughs) That's my willingness. I watched this thing weeks ago. And I'm just like, "Ah, that was interesting. But then it's like, it wasn't interesting enough to go like, oh, let's watch another. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, it felt so much similar. It should be pretty easy if there's only three. It must be pretty bad if you're not willing to do the two more. It felt so similar to the other ones that I'm just like, this is just a rehash. It wasn't, yeah, I mean, but the it was the, the same thing like where it's cold. like, kid, you know, under some kind of weird pressure thing, and uh, what's-her-face shows up, uh, you know, whatever, you know? Uh, yeah, main girl, Haruko. Haruko, thank yeah. you. And Haruko shows up and takes the kid away, and he gets his little horn thing, and uh, just... Uh, it's sad because it's, it's like a cult it, classic anime it. that was supposed to be unique and a cult classic. And it's sad to see them take something that was unique and just like copy and paste it. That's, that's <laughs> like the reason it. FLCL had a big following is because it was weird and unique. And I guess you could say like a little ahead of its time for the year 2000. But now it's like if you just cut and paste it, everything that made it special doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> it's It's really weird that they decided to do that. It's so risky. It's like if they take, like, just really big, like, think of cult classic movies, I guess. Maybe, like, Boondock Saints. Imagine if they tried to make just, like, 2023 Boondock Saints and have, like, the unique cult classic feel. of Like, how would you even do that? It's yeah. a weird anime to choose to make more of. Uh, another anime they could do it with and it would be really bad would be, like, Serial Experiments Lane or Ergo Proxy. Any of those, like, surreal psychological shows. Mm-hmm. To try to like take what made them unique and just cut and paste it will defeat the whole purpose of the show. <laughs> and that's what it's I really like weird. about like so going back to USA Yatsura. Mm-hmm. It's got a dub, it's got better visuals. The setting's identical. I'm pretty sure the stories are pretty close to identical. It's not like they're on fucking cell phones or anything. It's literally like the same setting, just redone with better visuals for today. Yeah, I'm pretty sure because the goal of that one is like a remake, whereas the goal of FLCL is not to remake it. No, it's a whole new story. But to make a new one. Yeah. But the problem is they're trying to make the new one so similar to the old one that they're missing the point of why the old one was popular. (laughs) Yeah. Well, no, and I've been watching The Sopranos off and on, and (laughs) I couldn't imagine them, like, having that show on air today. Why, Why is that? Just everything that happens, and just mm. you know, it's like, oh, there's so much nudity. Oh, there's I, these Italians are being just, just the stereotypes. Oh my god. Yeah. What is going on? Over I, I... There? Oh, did you hear me squeak? My I accidentally hit my mic stand. Oh. <laughs> no, I was outraged about the Sopranos. No, I'm not yeah, even sure. What? Like people should be afraid of it. Big for, like, pussy the is my favorite. big politically correctness i'm not sure that should be like the driving force but you have to know why it was popular in its time and then you have to somehow translate that to modern day and the problem is like no one wants to attempt to do that creative vision they just want to make money from taking it from its time period and plopping it here but like that's not what makes shows good you have to know what the general 
populace feels or mm-hmm. thinks at the time. Yeah. People are living very different lives than kids that were up too late watching Toonami in the year 2000. You know, like, things have changed. The show will not have the same impact <laughs> if you just remake it. Yeah. No. And, like, they're already talking about rebooting The Office. Hmm. And I'm like, why? Yeah. Yeah, which would would fail. Um, the only way to like redo it would be to understand what made it good for its time period and then change it a little for this time period. If you just try to copy The Office, it's, it's going to be really bad, I imagine. Except for maybe the few people that have never stopped watching The Office. It's not going to resonate with people. Yeah. Well, I mean, the the cast was really good. It was just really good. <laughs> I mean, I'll be honest. I watched the first sure, probably yeah. three or four seasons. I think my biggest complaint about The Office was too much Michael. I hated, I hated that character. Because... It was good at first, but then they realized, like, oh, people love it. Oh, and then it became all about Michael, and it's and he got stupider and stupider and stupider. Mm-hmm. And then it became the Pam and uh, who's it show, but you know Dwight's still my favorite character on there. Um, but yeah, at the end of the day, like, I just got tired of it. I was like, all right, I see it's funny, but nothing really is, you know, keeping me around and interested. Uh, anyway. Yeah, I, I don't know. I was surprised there's more of FLCL, but now they basically said, like, no, we're, we're done. I and So getting back to the remake thing, though. So I've never seen Roroni Kenshin. Well, now there's a 2023 remake of Roroni Kenshin. And I'm going to start watching it here soon. And, you know, oh. that's another beloved show that a lot of people really like. I'm hoping it's just getting the same treatment as Yurusei Yatsura. Where it's like, New visuals, yeah, it's just a new remake stuff. Instead of yeah, ruining it. <laughs> yeah, it's just a remake. It doesn't say it's like a re-envisioning or. It's a it's a remake, and the people who are remaking it seemingly understand what made it good for the time. Like, yeah, they're not losing that. You know, one thing that's been bothering me is this whole Evangelion series. The whole series? Not the whole series. This is like the the is... movies. <laughs> I want someone to, like, ca- capture that sound clip from you, because just hearing it out of context, you know, it's really been bugging me, the whole even Galleon series, really. It just, it makes it sound like you're, like, a time traveler that just, just woke up, like, you, you've had, like, 25 years to complain about the series, and just now you're like, you know what really grinds my gears? <laughs> Evan Galleon. Fucking Have you ever heard of that shit? Fucking it's like, it's like yes, everyone has heard of that. that guy think he is? Okay, so what about it? <laughs> well, okay, so... These, these seasons, like these, these, these movies, right, have been mm-hmm. coming out for over a decade, and they finally really? released like the last point, one. Whatever. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. They're now okay. up to number four, the final. And yeah. I've been pondering about if I should buy it and finish the collection because I own one through three. But I don't even know if it's like even worth watching. Like it's been so many years. I have moved four times. Since three came out, like <laughs> really, it's been out like I think twenty twelve or twenty thirteen, maybe twenty fifteen. I don't know. Let me look. Three. No, that that sounds right because I like two point zero was out before I even started on this podcast. Oh, twenty twelve. Yeah, to put it in perspective, 3 came out the year I started doing this podcast. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, that's Reese, wild. Yeah. One was out in 2007. Yeah. There you go. 2007. <laughs> it's been 16 years, right? Yeah, 16 years. 
And they just finished. Yeah. And now I'm at the point of like, do I watch it just to say I finished it? Or do I say fuck it? I love number two. Number three sucked ass. Number two was amazing. Number one was just like a rehash of the entire fucking TV show. And I was really disappointed. I mean, I personally don't even know the... Uh, spoiler, I've never even seen the actual show. But... I've got a copy. I've got uh, the entire... I got like three different copies of this show. I'm sure I can find it. It's everywhere. But the Dude. point being, like, what is the point of the movies? Aren't they just supposed to retell the sh- like Retelling and then some. And then, like, re... I see. Like, adding on. You're sad because three is only a retelling with no add-ons? Or no, no, no. It's a like whole that? add-on. Three is a whole add-on. There's new characters introduced. Oh, so you don't, you don't like all kinds one. Of shit. I didn't like one. Because one is basically like I've already seen the show. Yeah. It's like the first Madoka Magic movie or whatever. Yeah. Okay. Ooh. Hmm. Damn it, Hannah Hotch. Guess what show? Well, then, buy... guess what show well then you should want to buy it, though, because four is probably all new stuff. But yeah. I guess it took forever. I guess. I probably should buy it. Gotta finish off the, uh... Gotta finish off the collection. Hmm. Guess what show I'm buying on Monday? Well, I get on Monday. Charlotte. Man, it, oh, okay. I'm like, that's going to be really hard to pluck out of the yes, air. Yes, it would. Charlotte's, a, <laughs> Charlotte's one of my, like, nemesis anime. <laughs> and that nemesis anime are defined by ones I really loved but feel really dumb for loving because the ending is terrible. Yes, I, I agree. Uh, in the same camp is, like, Angel Beats. Mm-hmm. The ending's fucking terrible. So, yeah. Charlotte would be a cool one to own because I like it, but I'm sad I liked it because the ending sucks. I agree. <laughs> I'll never forget that goddamn jam. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Tell us about... Fuck, now I can't think of the name. Jujutsu Kaisen. Thank you, Jujutsu Kaisen. A wildly popular anime, I think. Yeah, I would say so. It's one of like the new age of shonen. It's it's one of the big ones. Um, hey, is there more? Uh, speaking of shonen, is there more? Uh, JoJo's coming out. I haven't heard anything, but maybe I'm not in tune with it. Let's see, new JoJo season. It should be the second part of. Joe, Joe Lee, Joe. I think Joe Lee, the girl, Stone Ocean. I think it should be the second season of that, but it's taking forever. Mm. Um. No idea, but maybe one day. <laughs> okay. Hold on, I have to improve my googling skills. JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, Stone Ocean, Part Two. Oh, my cat's very sad. Wait, Aww. part two's already out. It came out at the end of last year, and I just oh, didn't shit. know. So there's mo- more JoJo for me. Hell no one yeah. Else. And then they haven't announced, like, the next sequel to that. I think it's Steel All Run is the name of it in the manga, but they haven't announced that yet. Gotcha. gotcha. Yeah, it has good reviews. Weird. It's listed as, like, an O-N-A. Instead of like an actual season, but it is 26 episodes. Oh, wow. I have no idea. I don't know what it has to do for to get that badge, but yeah, I'm gonna watch more JoJo then. Hell yeah, you're welcome. (laughs) Thank you. 
Um, yeah, Jujutsu Kaisen is, is like very beloved, and there was apparently a movie between season one and season two. I didn't know that until getting like very deep into season two and then reaching the airing point where I'm like, I'm out of episodes, but I have no idea what happened last episode. I wonder if I missed something and then found out there's a two hour movie. Whoops. The movie was boring. Ah, oh, what? Because it follows the main character who I think is the least interesting character in the series. And, well, no, sorry. The movie, I, I was thinking of the second part of the season two. The second part of season two so far is boring because it follows the main character. The movie itself is characters I like more, like Goju, the like sensei character, and how they basically have like a fracturing in the Jujutsu Academy of beliefs. And, you know, you haven't seen the show, but I can sum it up as something you have seen. It's like X-Men... And the split between, like, Professor X and Magneto. How basically one is like, why are we helping humans all the time? They just hate and fear us, and they don't do anything useful. And if everyone was a jujitsu sorcerer, then they'd all be safe from the curses. So, you know, he's like Magneto. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then the good guy, Goju, like, defends that, like, well, we have the powers, so we defend the humans. And, like, they're not asking for a world where they're all super... Nor is that feasible, you know. The Professor X where it's like, these people are lost and don't know how to use their powers. They should be taught to use them to help normal people. Um, so the two divergences is, is that trope, I guess. I don't even know if you'd say it's a trope, but you've seen it in other media. Yeah, I was going to ask, like, and I don't want to get too far ahead, so please don't. Mm-hmm. If this seems like something don't, you can't answer yet, don't answer it. How is this different from Mob Psycho 100? How is it different? Well, because it sounds like the same thing, where it's like, oh, or, you know, they have powers, and now there's a league of people who have powers, and, like, you, you know what I mean? Like, no, don't get me wrong, I've never watched, I've only watched, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. two episodes of Mob Psycho 100. But, <laughs> from my understanding, or, like, you know, even anything like One Punch Man, where he joins, like, the league of superheroes and whatever. Yeah, it's different because the primary point of the show is people have negative emotions that manifest supernatural curses that kill them in some way or like haunt a place and the whole point of the normal show is people that have like the power to use those curse powers to like fight them or can see the curses and warn people etc like are taught to do that so it starts as like a normal shonen where it's like guy's training and he has to become more powerful to defeat the curses and save people but then they introduce the character who was just a normal human as a villain because he was one of the people doing the training and teaching people and he realized it would be far easier to just kill all the humans who can't defend themselves Mm -hmm. and then the world would only have people that are like the good curse users and they could just wipe the floor with all the curses and no one because basically what's happening is like the bad things in the world are giving birth to all the curses. So if there's just no humans, there'd be no bad emotions that birth all the curses. Gotcha. So it's different because like the premise of Mob Psycho is not that, or One Punch Man is not that they're... Well, it, it kind of is. The premise of One Punch Man is that there is a league of people, of heroes, and he is the most OP one. This one was like, that was... This is a minor detail that one of the villains happens to be someone that was fed up with the system. He's not the main point of the show. Hmm. But he is the main point of the movie. 
because it like shows him going through and getting disgruntled because he loses people he like learned with and went to school with and they go fight the curses and some of them die and he's like this is the most depressing job and we're helping people that don't even help themselves so that seems pointless um but the movie was boring because they don't give you any of that context the reason i just gave you all of that context is because you find that out in the beginning of season two so the way they did it is they did season one where these characters goju sensei is in there so like he's mentioned but not his past and he's the good guy the bad guy isn't even mentioned you finish season one and it's like a normal shonen show and then i started season two which i'd argue is actually the right way to do it because season two starts with it being 10 years in the past and you see like the sensei of the show mm -hmm. while he's in school and he's best friends with the guy who decides to go the magneto route which is also why it's like x-men because they were also like good friends in the x-men series gotcha. <laughs> professor x and magneto so they reach different conclusions and then you kind of see them like split apart and then it time skips back to present day and i was like okay that was cool i don't know why they decided to do that because as far as i'm concerned it's a shonen about like three main characters and they just told me a backstory which was really cool but now we're back in present day but how you're actually supposed to watch it is you watch the first season which is normal shonen and i liked it the movie which shows you the conclusion of the bad guy's path where he tries to get rid of all humans fails and is defeated and then season two starts and it does the flashback and if you watched it in the order they intended you know during the flashback that 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 guy lost you know like mm -hmm. he's already dead but the way i watched it i'm like this is so interesting i see where he's coming from obviously it's the evil path but i wonder what will happen and i think the way i watched it was much more exciting because as they tell the backstory and then time skip i'm like is he gonna do it what happened <laughs> but like I was the only one with the what happened question because I watched it the wrong way. <laughs> <laughs> so you're just supposed to know that he's dead. And it's funny because later, this is a spoiler if anyone's watching this show, so don't listen to like 30 seconds of about what I'm about to say. Uh, they're using hit the bad guy's body. Another curse user is using his body. So I just assumed he was still alive. But you're supposed to know if you've seen the movie that he is dead and that's not actually him. So it was really interesting the way I viewed it, because I'm like, I'm not sure if that guy's alive. They didn't tell me what happens. The whole backstory seems very cool. Now I'm interested in this character. But then once I watched the movie, I was like, oh, if you watched it in this order, nothing's a mystery and nothing's very exciting. So I'm not really, I don't really agree with the way they decided to tell the story, but overall it's pretty good. And that's how I accidentally got lucky and watched it in a, the wrong order, but I would argue is more exciting. If someone was going to watch Jujutsu Kaisen for the first time in its totality, I would actually recommend they watch the first season, the first six episodes of season one, the movie, or wait, sorry, the first six episodes of season two, the movie, and then the rest of season two. How I accidentally viewed it was almost, I think, optimal. I just went a little too far in season two before I went back. Gotcha. Because like they do, they do like a prequel story after the movie. And, like, that should have just been before the movie. I don't know what they were doing. Hell, it should have been the movie, because it was interesting. And the movie itself was just one big fight scene. That was kind of lame. Did it even look um, pretty? It did look pretty. Oh, uh, it did look very good, so... Well, um, there you go. 
So it was worth the budget of the movie, you could say, right? But yeah, I've been enjoying the show a lot. Never like historically a Shonen fan, but the fight scenes are fun. I would say the last episode I watched had the best fight scene possibly in all of anime I've seen. Oh, wow. So that's probably a big praise. Yeah, they do a lot of... They do a good job showing everything intentionally. I think a lot of anime to save money and time will do the sound effects and just not show you what is happening. But this one was shot very much like a martial arts movie where it was very intentional over you could see like their hands end up in relation to each other, you know? They don't do the Dragon Ball Z thing where they're moving too fast to see. They don't do the cut to a shadow on the wall thing so they don't have to animate the body. It was just 20 minutes of nuts to butts action. You see them hit each other. You see them, like, block different attacks. It was very cool. And they actually fought, like... They fought in a bathroom of all places. But, like, water was spraying all over it, which was relevant because the bad guy was using, like, blood magic. But he has to, like, keep the blood in little balls and water, like, blows it up. So, like, they used all the animation of, like, as water would, like get sprayed around the room it would like disrupt his spells and like shoot the blood everywhere it looked very cool well, i think so. i just found the episode title oh yeah what's that nuts to butts action non-stop yeah action. nuts to butts man <laughs> <laughs> it'd be um, also a great pot so that's gonna be the new tagline for the podcast too yeah, it's it's actually just my life motto. There you go. No, it's it's just a fun phrase. Nuts to butts <laughs> sounds extreme. Like it who wouldn't want that? Um So yeah, I mean I, I just so, think it's a lot of fun. Is there gonna be more? Yes, so I'm giving all of this information, but I, currently in three days, episode thirteen of twenty four comes out of season two. So yeah, we're still in the oh, middle of season. Oh, you're still in season, season two. two, okay. Yeah, so I'm still in the middle of season two, but in my recent watching of it, I would recommend watching it the way I laid out, because I think by fucking up, I actually did a better job telling the story than they lined it up. So, uh, like, what's the over... Like, do you like, do you go anywhere, like, on Reddit or Twitter or anything, or X? Uh, you know, like, do you have any kind of, like, relationship to the fandom at all around the show? Or is it just something you're watching? Because I am kind of curious, like... What what's the show in relation to like Demon Slayer or any other shonen like Mob Psycho or or you know those types of shows? Like, how, how, do you, could you give an idea of like? In yeah, I can give an idea. In America, yeah, like really big. I mean, they aired like the movie in America in some places, and um, it's one of the the biggest shows on twitter as far as i can tell I, I don't consume any social media so i'm not the expert but based on what lucian said who goes on twitter mm -hmm. the goju sensei has like striking blue eyes and he became the new blue-eyed man character thirst trap apparently replacing the one from noragami was apparently very popular who had blue eyes the blue eye god so it has the twitter fangirl and fanboys and it's talked about, like, with the same... I've heard it mentioned that, like, Chainsaw Man, Demon Slayer, and Jujutsu Kaisen are, like, the three big action shonen-type shows of this decade. Gotcha. So it is big. <laughs> I think it's less popular than Demon Slayer, but I've heard it talked about a lot as, like, the new wave of, of shonen in general. Gotcha. Okay, well, cool. Well, 
Um, I'd like to hear like a just a follow up once it's ended and see what you think, because obviously you're in the middle of season two, so. Yeah, when I talked about one, I only talked about it briefly, I believe, on the show. So once I finish season two, yeah, it would be fun for me to review in totality and and kind of explain how it relates to how I view Shonen, because I don't historically like Shonen at all. I think it'd be interesting for me to talk about if I could pick out like why this one is enjoyable to me. Because <laughs> I think there's some unique parts of it that make it way better than even Demon Slayer for me. I think I'm getting like very sick of Demon Slayer's tropes at this point, and I don't feel that way for this show. I'm sick of the battles that go too long in Demon Slayer. I just watched an episode that was 23 minutes long of just one fight scene, and I was super excited. You know, like the fight scenes are better by that metric. Mm-hmm. Um, Demon Slayer, most of the characters come off as whiny underdogs. I don't really care about Jujutsu Kaisen has like lots of different personalities. The, even the main character is just like a big egotistical show off and i think that's more fun because though you want to root for the underdog like if you have superpowers and you kill demons chances are you aren't the timid whiny underdog for all of your characters right like people would develop an ego or they would have regrets about seeing humans die to these horrific creatures similar to demon slayer and demon slayer fails at capturing like 90 percent of that oh other uh, than like tanjiro's sadness for killing demons it's kind of silly in that regard <laughs> well and it's just so copy and paste that like, yeah. I'm, i've only watched the first uh six episodes of season three and now we're up to three yeah whatever the latest mm-hmm. one is and i i I, I watched it three months ago like now i can finally watch the dub uh you know the rest of the dub so i'm going to but mm-hmm. i was even thinking about that i'm like I've had no interest to go back. Like, the fight scenes are pretty, don't get me wrong, but it's just like, cut, copy, paste, cut, copy, paste. They come into a freaking, you know, and that's what a lot of shonen is. It's just, oh, they meet an opponent that, you know, is too strong, and they have to train or whatever, and then they mm-hmm. get better, and then they go on to the next thing. And then but then, surprise, they're close to losing because they miscalculated and it's dramatic but yeah but it's hard to take the drama seriously because like you said like we've been here before five episodes ago is that's how i feel anyway yeah and so how how does how does uh kaisen does this a lot better because in normal shonen you get to know the characters and you have like an expectation (laughs) for the formula jujitsu kaisen does a good job either killing off characters or introducing characters you don't know yet. And I think by keeping things like fresh with new variables and like new plot points and characters, you don't develop the like, I know what's going to happen feeling that most shonen has. Most shonen is one protagonist and you follow him and like the same set of people forever. And you're like, oh, this is what happens when they're in this kind of situation. This is what happens when they're close to losing, etc. And I feel like this is like, oh, this person died, and then this scenario happened, but then you got a flashback, and now this thing is true. And then now you're suddenly watching the episode like, well, anything could fucking happen with all of those variables. And I find that a lot more exciting. You could say, I guess it's lazy, but they're just throwing so many things in there. You don't know what's going to happen, but I think it makes Shonen far more exciting. Because I don't care about them getting stronger. I care about, like, 
crazy things developing over time. I want the Annie to be upped, and I want it not to be obvious to me what is going to happen. And they're good at doing that. Gotcha. So I like it more than Demon Slayer and more than like other shonen I've tried to watch. Yeah. I'd say I haven't finished it, but I watched a good amount of Hunter x Hunter. And I would say of all the shonen I've seen, this is the closest one to Hunter x Hunter where it follows the same characters. But like the expectations you have about the shows are like they do a good job of like breaking those expectations and one upping what you expect to happen in the shonen. And then I think Demon Slayer, I feel like I know what's going to happen every time. Yeah. And they just often take longer to get there than I'd like. <laughs> I hear you. Hunter x Hunter has, like, a lot of unique arcs in it. It tackles, like, some dark shit. Like, that's what Jujutsu Kaisen's trying to do. It's not just going to be like, and then they won because they were stronger. Now they're all friends. It's like, this person died because this other person fucked up. And his, like, vanity made him not fight this guy correctly. And that actually got, like, everyone in the building killed. And you're like, damn, that's grim. And I thought he would just win, so that's surprising. Like, it's good at doing that. Gotcha. All right. That's Great it. to hear. So, oh. you know what you got me thinking, too? You watched, mm. uh, you watched the boxing anime, right? Hijime no Ippo? No. Oh, okay. That's made me think of that. It's like, huh. Hijime no Ippo could be a fucking, uh, shonen anime. <laughs> It's just boxing instead of fighting to the death. Yeah, no, I think it is considered one. Thank you, <laughs> I right. mean, Let me look it up. Hajime no Ippo, the fighting. Is this the like the fighting sequel? spirit. The fighting spirit. Yep. Yep, it's it's tags are yeah. boxing, primarily male, shonen, and martial arts. Yeah, because anything that has like one main character growing over time, engaging Dude, in action. Dude, he gets so ripped. He takes the shirt off, he looks normal. Or he takes the shirt on, looks normal. And then he takes the shirt off, and he's like ripped. Yeah, like, he's like made of. He almost looks like a Roblox character. Yeah, he becomes so wide and ripped. Yeah, Vince <laughs> like, man, it's like ah, goddamn, pal. I can only get so erect. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So Shonen is like. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's like base definition just means like manga for boys. Yeah. But usually it's like formulaic action. Action tournament uh, barks. Yeah. Another trope of it is villains they beat join their team. I, happens, you know, you I know, am like surprised Demon Dojo. Slayer hasn't had like the tournament of what the fuck are they called? Whatever they're called. Hashira. Hashira. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. The Hashira tournament for the the right of Shinobu or something. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I thought they'd do it once they introduced, like, all of the upper echelon ones, you know? Because they all, like, didn't get along at the end of season one. And I was like, oh, they're definitely just going to fight each other. And then they, like, don't. They, yeah, like, briefly like, we... they brief, briefly antagonize his sister, who's a demon. And they're like, oh, we're done. I got shit to do. See ya. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I haven't even started season three of Demon Slayer because after season two i i feel kind of burnt out on it i don't really care that much yeah i feel like i know what's gonna happen over and over again with like slightly different characters why well, I, I told you about the movie right the quote-unquote uh, movie i saw the movie where they're on the train oh no, wait no. the movie where you're like duped into rewatching the yes show, didn't that happen? I yeah watch <laughs> the entire fucking last two episodes but we got to watch the new first episode of this season so i was like oh Anywho. Yeah, that also rubs me the wrong way, where by doing that, 
it's almost like they're admitting they don't have like enough content to capture my attention. Like it just seems underhanded. I'm like, I don't want to watch a shonen where part of their marketing strategy is to make me rewatch part of it. That's fucked up. No thanks. <laughs> All right, everybody. We'll see you in seven months. Don't unsubscribe. <laughs> stay yeah, stay stay tuned in. Stay glued to your seat. We'll be back soon. <laughs> you might we'll, start to die. We'll be talking about spring twenty twenty four. But, you know, whatever. (laughs) All right. Everybody, thank you very much for listening. Stay safe. Take care. This has been the Bonsai Beat Podcast. If you have any feedback, head over to bonsaibeat.com and leave a comment on the show notes for this episode. While you're there, you can also find our review index, which has a list of all the anime that we've reviewed on the Bonsai Beat Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to add us to your favorite podcatcher. You can find links to do that on our website. Otherwise, we're also on iTunes and Stitcher Radio if that's easier for you. Once again, this is the Bonsai Beat Podcast. Thank you for listening. And if you have any other questions or comments, you can send them to bonsaibeat at gmail.com.